This Mortal Coil, an audio murder mystery by James Began, brought to you by ILOS Productions. Part 5 So then. So then. What are you thinking? Guess. Central African Republic. What? No, wait, wrong sort of guess. Uh, that the only way you're escaping relegation is if other results go your way? For the last time, it's not relegation. It's called being fired. And no. Well, yes, but not only that. That my promised packet of jammy dodges is looking more crumbly by the second. Are you quite finished? Yeah. I'm considering... the blocking. (laughs) Blocking? You okay? Sorry, I'm an actor. Instinctive reaction to that word. I'm considering the blocking (laughs) of murder. The second murder, to be exact. You know, if it weren't for your job, I'd say you have a problem. Look. Look at where he was found. On stage. Consider the blocking... Uh, Um... He was fast-stage right? Beyond that. The rest of us were badly upstaged by the body? But beyond that, look! He was behind a curtain! Yes, with a rapier sticking out of him. Here we go again. Think big, famous play we've been constantly talking about. Glass menagerie? I... No! Where is there a rapier in the glass menagerie? It's Hamlet. It's obviously Hamlet. Yeah, sorry. I know that. I just wanted to see how you'd react. You're awful. It's like Polonius. Stabbed through the curtain by Hamlet. Right. But the curtain isn't ripped. He wasn't stabbed through it. Alfie was just left here. Well, I'd imagine it would take quite a contrived set of circumstances to make someone hide behind a curtain before stabbing them. A particularly sinister game of sardines? No. Hmm. Well, he was definitely just stabbed, then. No poison this time? No residue traces that we've detected, at any rate. Poor Alfie. I must say, everyone seems a lot more cut up about this death. Not everyone. Well, I suppose Gabriel hasn't vomited everywhere this time. No, Alfie was the lead actor. That's always going to lead to a few... jealousies? Camera zooms in on suspect. If there was a camera. Which there isn't. I think. Well, you mean the guy over there in the high heels? Lewis. I'll leave him to you. I need to be elsewhere. Where are you going? Interviewing prime suspect number one. Boss, we've got her. She's at the station. Wonderful. And Alyssa? Yes? Blocking! Oh, god damn you! Interview commencing at 10.20pm. Let's run down the list. Two rapiers have gone missing from backstage and ended up sticking out of members of the cast and crew. Also present in that backstage prop space were a number of branches from a yew tree, a concoction from which seems to have ended up in your director's stomach. Yeah. So you can understand, Neve. Why at this time we might need to talk to the stage manager in charge of all those items. Well, I don't know what to say. Well, 
telling us how you did it and your motive for doing so would be an awfully great help. Thank you, Sergeant. I can handle this. My motive? I don't have a motive. You do? Everyone does. Uh, I don't think that's true, Sergeant. Yeah, it is. It'll be like in Poirot. What? Like in Poirot, where everyone says he didn't do it, but in a really shifty way. And even though only one of them did do it, like the murder, I mean, it still seems like all of them could have done, because they're committing different crimes and all secretly hate each other for a wide variety of reasons. Sergeant, go check on the toxicology report for me, and never mention this again. It's a tragedy. An absolute tragedy. Beth? Yes? Are you referring to the whole Alfie murder thing, or to the empty auditorium you're staring at longingly? I... no. I was... It's the middle distance. All those empty seats just happen to be in my gaze. You're seeing it like an old cartoon, aren't you? With big pound signs spinning over each seat and then maybe a rapier comes by and slashes the pound signs in half one by one. What? I... no. That's incredibly specific. Why would I be... Well, at least we know it's not you. We do? You would never do something as financially ruinous as killing the lead on opening night. Uh... That's not true. Uh, so you did do it? No. I mean, I don't just think about money. I think other things, too. Like what? Uh, tickets and ticket holders. Ticket holders' wallets. Maybe also Quentin. Oh, sod off. So we're definitely cancelled this time, then. I can't really see another way around it, so yes, I suppose. Thank God. Well, guys, it was great knowing you all, but I'd rather not hang around and be brutally stabbed. Your twin died here. Alfie's dead too. Is that all you can say? Look, it's only because of Paul that I'm here in the first place. If his work gets him killed, that's his business. But I'm not hanging around to see if lightning strikes twice. This is all about your cat, isn't it? Whatever Paul did to it. Mr. Tiddles was my friend. Is that why you did it? Huh? Huh? What did Alfie ever do to you or your cat? I didn't kill Alfie. Or Paul? No. Just checking. Wait a moment, everyone. Hang on and let's come down. Thank you, Lewis. Karma heads prevail. Is this it? Were you expecting something else? Hmm? A heartfelt farewell? Not you. The show. What about it? I know it's... It might not seem like the right time. Oh, this can't end well. Spit it out. I know Alfie's part. I know it really well. I could do it. If you were to read in my old lines, Holly, then I'm sure we could... Are you kidding me? Oh, dear. Are you actually kidding me? It's not that I don't like multi-rolling all the different gender parts, but maybe you could take my female characters and I could... Lewis! It's inhuman to be thinking about that at a time like this! Sorry. I forgot that you and Alfie were... Canoodling. Yes. Wait, no. What? Oops. That word has a way of bursting out of my head. Yes, Elissa. We were... Canoodling. Someone else finally said it! Although mainly because I said it. But still. 
And besides, Lewis, if I had the opportunity to recast a part, I'd recast you with whatever's left of Gabriel's Mr. Tiddles. It's not a role for you, and it never will be. Holly! Wait, Holly! Where are you going? Gabriel? I still see Mr. Tiddles in my sleep. Gabriel? Stop this place! Sod you all! I'm out of here. Leaving uh, Agatha Christie to one side for a minute. Gladly. You were off getting more yew tree branches from the botanical gardens, I hear. For reasons passing understanding. Do you regularly steal from such places? I wasn't. The tree was hanging over from another garden. It wasn't technically in the botanics. And I mean, leaves and branches grow back, don't they? No one would really notice. Why not just use any other tree? Paul insisted. And Holly? It was Paul's thing, so now it's Holly's thing. And why did they both insist that it was yew tree branches? Oh, because directors are mad, mad creatures from alternate universes where it's perfectly fine to say things like, Can you say it again like you've stubbed your toe? Or, This scene feels a little bit like creme brulee. Let's aim for creme caramel instead. Hmm, I suppose you'll be glad it's all finally over then. Not as glad as Gabriel. Oh? Brotherly rivalry. Gabriel wanted to leave weeks ago. Had this great new non-theatre job lined up in London. Data management or something. You know, one of those jobs that paid actual money. As opposed to tasty, nourishing exposure. You sound like an experienced theatre maker. Why do you think I joined the police? Well, Paul was holding him to his contract, wasn't he? Wasn't letting any brotherly sentiment get in the way there. Gabriel was furious. But Paul was adamant that he was not letting him go till the end of the show's run. By which time, Gabriel wouldn't have been able to take up his new position. But now... There's nothing stopping him. Exactly. Would he really kill his twin just to get a new job? Well, apparently there was some sort of childhood kerfuffle between the two of them involving this cat as well. Boss? What is it? Talks report. I didn't really need you to check the top... It's been updated. Excuse me. Updated how? It wasn't just you on the rapier. What else? You're meant to say, what, me? No, Sergeant, we've already killed that particular joke. What else? (sighs) Well, the poison was on the blade, but on the handle, we found chip grease. Of course. Thank you, Sergeant. Looks like we need to pay a visit to the chippy at some point. Probably should have done that a bit earlier, boss, shouldn't we? Given it's crucial to quite a lot of alibis. Oh, shut up, Sergeant. Whoa! You could have knocked. I did. Uh, Yes, well, this is my theatre. I... No, that... Lewis said you were in the tech box. Um, yes. Well, I was. I mean, I am. I mean, I'm busy. Sorry, Beth. Uh, sorry, Quentin, too. It's fine. No biggie. A finer Rooney. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was just here to, uh, deliver these. The latest instalment of Fingers on the Pulse? Uh-huh. 
I think you were here to deliver a little bit more than that. Uh, please, um, uh, take one. I'll get one later. I'll, I'll leave them in the office. Aren't you an online publication? Well, we're expanding our market. Looking to put our fingers in all the different cultural pies. You know what they say. Physical copies can boost the readership like nobody's business. Did you need something, Alyssa? I don't think Holly's gone home. Lewis didn't know. I thought someone should check on her. You know, rather than canoodling in the tech box. Ooh, it stayed in my head that time. Try backstage. She's collecting all the scripts, I think. What? Why? I haven't a clue. Now, if you wouldn't mind... Oh, oh, right, yeah. Hey, what's this? It's stuck on the wall of the tech box. This from your printout, Quentin? Uh, looks like it, but I didn't put it there. Uh, what is it? Your review of Twelfth Night. The part praising the tech. Um, Alyssa? Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> feel free to pick up from where you left off. Paul wouldn't have been very happy to see that review in Gabriel's tech box. And what on earth is Holly collecting scripts for at this time of night? Uh, Holly? What are you doing? I'm fine! Okay, that wasn't what I asked, though. She looks upset. You need to say something else. Anything. Be human, be human, be human. Uh, I'm... Sorry? Good job. But why are you collecting the scripts? Paul was very specific. The only digital copy was to be on his laptop. He didn't want it leaked before performance. To whom? Press, I think. But the press wouldn't care, surely. It's hardly a scoop to publish the next theatrical new writing flop. Well, I don't know. It's just what Paul said. But as the police have still got his laptop, these paper scripts are the only thing confirming the existence of this play. So I thought, even if it's never performed, I thought it would be nice to catalogue it. Put it in the theatre library for people to appreciate it. That'd be nice, don't you think? Uh, yeah, sure. Right. Look, can't this wait? You sure you don't want to, you know, go home and leave the terrible murder theatre instead? Oh. Oh, she looks upset again. I'd better... <laughs> Bailey? Alyssa, where's Gabriel? He left. Do you know where his flat is? Yes. Where's Gabriel's flat? Dodgy flat, where we, we did the first read-through. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did the first read-through there. Meet me there. Gabriel! Use his full name. Uh, Gabriel! Leroy J Jenkins. You have no idea what it is, do you? Do you? Uh, Elisa? Well, logically it must be the same as Paul's, which is, uh... I'll just kick down the door. Wait! It's not properly closed. He's gone! There's clothes and stuff everywhere, and a surprising amount of cat memorabilia. Gabriel left in a hurry. Probably for that job you mentioned, but why now? Mm, 
He had to take it up before they offered it to someone else. Couldn't he have just emailed? I don't know, Sergeant. I'm not a data analyst. Maybe it's a cutthroat world. I have heard rumours. No, you haven't. I found a clue. Where? Before. He had a copy of Paul's two-star review stuck up in his tech box. It praised the tech. Very suspicious. Is it? You don't know theatre people like I do, Sergeant. Just praising the tech? It's like a knife through the heart. Or a pointy sword in the stomach. Shut up, Sergeant. Now, more importantly, he's skipping out on a police investigation the night of a second murder. Do we know if he has a car? Don't think so. We should put a call out to the airport or the train stations. We can't let him get away. Airport? Trains? Luxuries. The guy works in theatre and he's taking public transport. I know where he'll be. <sighs> the 2.05am coach to London has arrived at stop 11B. Please don't all rush on at once. It's late and we don't want any elbowing. We're not Ryanair. Thank you. There he is! It's not moving. Gabriel! What? (sighs) 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 Going somewhere? That was the idea. I'm afraid not. Gabriel, Alexander, Boris de Feffel Johnson. That's not even slightly my name. You're under arrest for the murders of Paul and Alfie. They had surnames too. Yes, but I've no idea what they are either. To be completely fair, I'm not even quite sure what my own surname is. For pity's sake, just... just someone take him. That was part five of This Mortal Coil. Starring Sophie Harris as Alyssa. Thomas Muggleston as Bailey, Jenny Quinn as Sergeant, Tiana Mill Wilson as Neve, Grace Gilbert as Beth, Charlie Angelo as Gabriel, Daniel Origin as Lewis, Adam Butler as Quinton, and James Began as the coach station announcer. Opening and closing credits read by Victoria Fairley. Written, directed, and edited by James Began. Music by Jessica Kelly. And publicity design by Eleanor Dombre. This project was recorded in 2020 from different locations during the coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> <laughs>